You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hi friends, we are back with another episode of Tigress. I'm your host, Nadi Okamoto, here in New York City in the DCP studios, recording here to talk to you about purpose. Okay, so I feel like probably if I had to choose one question that I've been asked the most since I was a toddler and could speak, it is, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I think that this is a question that we are asked so much at a really young age like did you ever do that like preschool kindergarten assignment where they ask kids to like draw what they want to be and people are like i want to be an astronaut i want to be a princess i want to be like my sister always said she wanted to be a cow when she grew up but like this is a question that we get asked so much and i've actually talked about this publicly before but i think that sometimes this is a problematic question to ask young people because it does perpetuate this ageist assumption that you have to be a certain age to be something or to do something right when we talk about choosing an occupation or choosing your purpose it's like what do you want to be when you grow up after you've jumped through the hoops of growing up in school going to high school going to college maybe getting a graduate degree like these questions of stepping into your purpose once you have done these things. And I feel like the alternative is asking young people, like, what do you want to do now? What do you want to be now? What change do you want to see now? And this wave of young entrepreneurship and activism is where we've kind of been seeing that shift, right? Where we are asking young people what they want to be when they grow up, but acknowledging that they can be something today. So I say all that, I've been saying that, like, yes, stop asking young people what they want to be when they grow up. But I also am a dreamer and I'm highly ambitious and my ambition is directed towards a goal, obviously. Um, And I did a few podcast episodes earlier today and I swear to God, every single one of them, I'm asked what my eventual goal is, where I want to be in five, 10 years, which is an important question to ask. Right. Um, But my answer is always look like I have no idea like what I'm doing now is not what I thought I'd be doing two years ago or two weeks ago right and I don't really think about the career that I want to have when I'm older and I don't ever think about like where I want to live or anything like that I do think about like the change that I want to see in the world and how I can play a part in that that being said 
I have always been like, I think it's my ADHD and anxiety. I've always been really anxious about like, have I found my purpose? Like, do I want to be more? And always feeling like I could be more, right? Borderline personality disorder is always feeling like I'm not enough and feeling like I'm not doing enough. So I feel like that part of my brain is always like, but I could be more, I could do more. But what if I wanted to be a doctor? Like random things, right? So let's like rewind a bit. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a dancer. Um, I grew up doing ballet and I wanted to be a dancer. Then I got really into music and I wanted to be a singer. And then I wanted to be an obstetric surgeon because I was watching Grey's Anatomy and I loved Addison. And then I watched Private Practice, which is like the spinoff of Grey's Anatomy. And I wanted to be an obstetric surgeon. And like, I thought her life was so hot and sexy. And like, maybe I didn't want to have kids because Addison didn't have kids. Like all these things that I've always like had in the back of my mind. And in high school, I actually did a beauty pageant. Not a lot of people know this about me. I did a beauty pageant um, for Miss Oregon and I came in like fourth runner up or something like that. And in that, I said my very honest answer that I wanted to be a public defender. Like for a long time, I went into college thinking I was going to go to law school. I was going to apply my junior year to Harvard Law and like right after for their deferral program, like I've been all over the place on what it, I wanted to be when I grew up. And to be honest, like now I've graduated college and I'm quote unquote grown up, right? Usually I feel like when people ask that, they're asking what you want to be after school. And, you know, here I am. I am, I guess, a podcaster. I'm on social media. Am I a TikToker? Maybe I'm a TikToker. Um, and I run this company. So I'm a CEO. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I'm still a sister, a daughter, like all these parts about my identity. And yet, Every single day I have this anxiety asking myself what I want to be when I grow up, because naturally as a CEO, like it is part of my job to always be thinking about where we're going as a company, the vision of what we want to be in five years, in 10 years, right? When we're raising capital, we're asked what our eventual goal is, right? Do I want to be working in this company forever? Probably not because you grow a company so that it can sustain itself without you, right? Um, and at the same time, I feel like on TikTok, obviously you can tell I've been spending a lot of time there. I scroll all the time and I'm exposed to all these new people and I'm fascinated by it. Right. And I start going on it and I've been missing dance. Like I miss dance so much. And I spent years thinking that I wanted to be a ballerina or even that I wanted to, for a while, I wanted to be an ice skater, a figure skater. I like loved Tonya Harding, even with all the controversy, like for a long time, these were my goals, my ambitions. Um, and there are all these dreams of mine that I've just passed off. Right. And now on TikTok, I notice I always end up on musical theater, TikTok and I miss dance. And then I see these like other creators who are kind of just being able to choose what they want to do. Right. And I have a friend who is my friend from Harvard who just quit his corporate job and is going to go pursue acting and dance. And so I feel like I am surrounded by this like creator economy, like this, this extremely incredible, like uh, cultural moment right now where the idea of being in a career path is like, is like, so what? Throw that out the door. Like the idea of a career path and finding a career and climbing up the ladder is no longer thing, right? There is no ladder for me to climb. Like I am the CEO and that's a really extreme privilege privilege. And I also think that like, I know just as like I led period the nonprofit within a few years, period became so big that I had no idea what I was doing. And every single day I was like, I'm not the right person to be leading this company. And I hope that one day August becomes so successful that I need someone else to take my place. Right. And then I'm going to go do something else. Right. And so even though I have this kind of, uh, 
I have this, you know, frustration with the question, what do you want to be when you grow up? I still ask myself that like multiple times a day and I still dream about these different things. And, you know, I remember when I was signing with an agent, they were like, well, what do you want to get into? Could you see yourself doing acting? And I was like, I mean, I would try it. Like there's everything I would want to try, right? You know, if would I want to try doing a podcast? I didn't think I did, but here I am, right? And what about modeling? I love modeling. Like these are all things that I love doing. Um, and it's even the same thing with, you know, August as a company. Like what if we made hair care that, because your hair could be softer on your period? Like obviously that is maybe not a thing. I don't know the science behind it, but like all these questions where my anxiety and my mental health, I think uniquely positioned me to be a good CEO because I'm obsessing about the future, right? My anxiety is like, where am I going to be when I grow up thinking about the dangers and like if something goes wrong, which makes me a good CEO, right? People might say that PTSD makes you a shit boss. I think it could be used for something much better. All that to say, I've been thinking a lot about this question of what I want to be when I grow up because I do not know what I want to be when I grow up. Um, and that's both in my work life where I feel like I'm in this like prime age. I'm 23 and I think we should celebrate aging. But at the same time, I also feel like I'm at a prime age, right? I don't have kids. I have nothing to lose. If I go out and I try acting as an example, because I'm using that because I feel like a lot of people around me are trying acting. I have nothing to lose. I fail, you know, I kind of laugh about it, but I feel like now is the time to try it, right? What if I want to do dance? What if I want to get back into singing? Like I bought a piano recently and I spent 80 bucks on a piano, buying it from someone like a used piano. And I was like, I'm going to get back in a piano. I'm going to, you know, play every day. I have touched it once. I touched it on the day that I bought it and it is set up and it has dust all over it. And like, these are things where I have anxiety about doing new things. And yet I do have a career, right? And so kind of the conclusion that I came to is like around this question of, am, have I found my purpose? Am I passionate about what I'm doing? Or is there something else that I want to do? Um, this is what I've been obsessing over. And I actually couldn't sleep last night because I was thinking about it. Um, but I actually started thinking about it in the context of grunt work, which is something that I feel like everybody can understand, which is getting to where your eventual goal is, is always hard. Right. And the reason I decided I didn't want to apply to law school was I was like, well, I don't want to put in the work to memorize things and then take the LSAT. And I don't want to have to then take the bar. And I don't want to have to like watching suits. I don't want to grow, like grab someone's coffee, but like, that's the job to become a high powered lawyer. Right. I don't want to have to like type up depositions. Right. And it made me think like, well, maybe that was my answer, right? Like I tried working as a paralegal in high school and it was like, nope, don't want to do that. Right. And so kind of the grunt work of when you're at the very beginning of trying to reach a certain goal, what is it? The, what is the work that you want to do? Right. And to me, being a lawyer, absolutely don't want to do that. Being a surgeon. Nope. I have ha shaky hands from anxiety, but also like, I don't want to memorize shit about like anatomy. I love talking about anatomy on TikTok, but that is the extent of my medical profession. And I think similarly talking about piano, like if I wanted to be a concert pianist, like I don't know if y'all knew this, but when I was a kid, before I reached age 10, I performed in Carnegie Hall. Like I played piano in Carnegie Hall. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save money on your insurance? 
Of course you would. After all, who wouldn't love a great deal, right? And when it comes to great rates on insurance for all of the things in your life, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners, condo, or renters coverage. You could save even more with a special discount when you bundle your coverages. Plus, add the easy-to-use GEICO mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And choosing to switch to GEICO becomes an easy choice. Switch to Today and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save. This show is part of the pro-democracy podcast coalition. I think most of us agree that in a functioning democracy, the winner should be determined by the voters. Well, that almost didn't happen in 2020. Now extremists are working to intimidate and replace nonpartisan election workers with quote unquote, yes men who might reject election results. The only thing that will stop them is us. We partnered with the grassroots pro-democracy organization, Represent Us, to give you the tools you need to protect free and fair elections. Learn more and get involved. Visit represent.us pod to learn more. I grew up in New York playing piano every single day for an hour. Like, yes, I didn't have a stereotypical tiger mom. My mom was a tiger mom about arts. And so like I played in Carnegie Hall on piano and I did not like it. I did not like that grunt work. What is that book? Outliers. That's all about like practice. Like that's what it is, right? I didn't want to put in the work of every single day, hours a day practicing piano. Similarly with singing, like I was president of my choir in high school. I'm not the best singer, but like, let's be real. A lot of the pop singers out there are not the best singers, but they do the work and they perform. And I love to perform, right? That's why I'm here on Tigris talking like to myself, watching a timer to make sure I hit 20 minutes, right? Like all these things where it's like, what is the grunt work? And what am I, what is the, what is the thing I'm so passionate about that I'm willing to put the work into, right? I could do singing, but I'm, not bringing myself to do voice lessons. I'm not practicing singing every day. I'm not posting singing videos and I don't really have an interest to, right? So maybe that's not what I'm passionate about. Um, My sister is passionate about painting. She's at art school and is so happy doing that work, struggling doing oil painting and working with these new materials. I would not do that, right? Um, Even with acting, like I could go out there and research auditions, which I used to do, but I'm not. And something's different about being a period advocate and being a CEO and doing entrepreneurship and writing where I am completely willing to do that grunt work. Right. And maybe grunt grunt work is really the only word I words I can use to describe it. But like starting a company is not easy. It's like I cold email people every day, like every day I'm emailing journalists, potential investors, potential hires who I don't know. And I don't hear back from the majority of them. Most people would not want to do that. And yet that grunt work is something I'm more than willing to do and something I'm excited about because I'm so happy about what I'm doing. Right. Similarly, I'm not you know, as much as I love ballet, there was a part of me that got bored doing the same routines over and over and over again. And with uh, period advocacy, I talk about periods and give like the the same elevator pitch and spiel about what August is and what I do every day. Like y'all, I recorded four podcast interviews today already, like not including Tigris, like this morning. And like, as soon as I woke up, I literally before noon had three and I said the same thing. They ask what, also, what do I want to be when I grow up? But like, how did I get here? Why am I passionate about periods? What is the tampon tax? What is August? What is August working on? Where can people find August? Right? Like a lot of the questions you get asked are the same. 
But yet, every time I'm asked to explain what the tampon tax is, I light up. I'm excited to talk about it. I've been saying the same sentences over and over again. But every time I say it, I have like the same fervor, like genuinely passionate about what this is, right? So all that to say, like, what do I want to be when I grow up? I don't fucking know. And am I ever going to know? Probably not. And am I still thinking about if I want to be like a Broadway star? Maybe because maybe TikTok is trying to tell me something that that is what my For You page is covered in. Like, that's what I watch. Like, I watch musical theater. I, like, love cheering on these high schoolers who are, like, doing musical theater and pursuing it. That maybe I meant to be an audience member, right? And, like, I love fitness. And I became a yoga instructor. But, like, does that mean I have to, like, work at a yoga studio? Like, not really, right? Um, And so I'm not saying no to any of those opportunities. But, like, this is the narrative and the conclusion that I've come to over the last few days And like, it is kind of crazy. Like I do struggle with insomnia and I've been really good about it. But last night I had like an insomniac episode. It took me four hours to go to sleep. And it's because I was up all night thinking, well, what if I want to be this? And like, what would the steps be if I wanted to do that? If I wanted to try acting, where would I go? What would I try? What would the next steps be? Who do I need to talk to? Do I tell my agent? Do I tell my manager? Like that is my anxiety talking. And so the way I've been able to kind of get over that is by asking myself, well, what is the work I'm willing to put in? How far am I willing to go? Because I'm so deeply, genuinely passionate about it. Not for the money, because when you start a company, when you start something new and you're the amateur, you're not going to make money easily, right? But where am I willing to put in and excited to put in the work? And right now I'm willing and excited to do the grunt work for August, Like I'm willing to do the DMs. I'm willing to, I love doing, like I genuinely love doing customer service. Like these things that I'm willing and excited to do. The other part of obviously my future that I have anxiety about is family, right? And I'm not talking about my mom and my sisters, but like if I want to have kids, right? Like I am 23. And while some people might think that's really young, when I was 13, I thought 23 was so old. Like that was so old to me. Also, my mom got pregnant with me when she was 22. And I recently, when we were visiting my grandparents, um, saw my mom's wedding pictures where like my mom looks much younger than me because she was younger than me. And here I am 22. Henry's 29. We are legal domestic partners, um, you know, because we live together, but also for health insurance. Um, But we are domestic partners. And there is this question that I get asked a lot, like even by peers where it's like, oh, how long have you been dating? Are you in love? Yes, yes, yes. So are you going to get married and are you going to have kids? Right. Like that's something even my most progressive friends ask me. And I actually have more friends than not who are like also female founders who have no interest in having kids. They're like, I don't want to have kids for the environmental impact, for the um, you know, yeah, the environmental impact or that they want to do more of their career. And I feel like a lot of the girl boss myth is you can have it all. You can do all these things. But like, I think I have always like wanted to have kids. Like I've always wanted to like have a family because I feel like I didn't really get a stable childhood, but then I have anxiety about whether or not I want to have kids. Cause I'm like the idea of having to take care of another human is just so much anxiety. And I don't want to do that. And I don't know if I ever want to do that. And the idea of like stretching my vagina to have natural childbirth is so terrifying. And like, these are things that of course, every therapist and friend is like, you don't have to worry about that. Now you have 10 years. And I'm like, I get that, but I have so much anxiety about it. And I'm like, Henry's 29. And if we wait 10 years, he's going to be 40. And I don't want him to be an old dad. And like, these are things that I have 
anxiety about. And like, again, the only way I can really work through it is by being like, okay, I have to be in the moment and I am focusing on August. I'm happy focusing on August. And again, as much as I would want to have kids, I have no interest in putting in that grunt work of being pregnant, putting my body through that. I don't want to have to worry about like someone else's health insurance. I can barely worry about showering myself. I'm trying to get myself on a poop schedule. I don't want to have to change diapers. And like, these are things that I'm not ready to do and that I do not want to do right now. And so this question of grunt work has literally been the only thing to get this like anxious mind that is stressing about the future and who I want to be and what I want out of my future and what I want to do in life. This question about grunt work is the only thing that's been able to help me calm it down. And so I wanted to share that with all of you because I think that as I started this episode saying in our society from a young age, wondering about my future and talking about goal setting and where I want to be when I grow up. I'm not saying goals aren't important, but I'm saying I think I've been conditioned by society to be so focused on my goals and so focused on my future that I struggle with living in the present. Right. And of course I have all these other like PTSD, BBD things where like part of my diagnosis is not being able to be in the present. But I think it has been very much strengthened by these questions that I've been asked as a young kid being like, where are you going to be tomorrow? Where are you going to be five years from now? What do you want to be 10 years from now? Do you want to get married? Do you want to have kids? Um, are you going to fall in love with a man or a woman? Like everything about my identity and where I'm going to be in the future is something that I think I've been trained to obsess over. And that is what's keeping me up at night is being concerned that I don't know where I want to be. And of course I'm, I know it's not enough to be like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. You don't want to know what you want, where you want to be, but like, it is okay. And the tangible thing that's helped me calm that anxiety down is just being like, well, let's explore it. Right. I can, I, I am in a very privileged position where I could go try new things, but where am I willing to put in the work here? August doing Tigress. Like this is where I'm willing to like lose my voice at the end of a day because I'm excited to reflect with all of you. Um, and it's where I'm willing to make, you know, literally 50 videos a day on, tig- on, on TikTok of my period blood. And I'm willing to put in with the grunt work and the backlash because that's what I'm passionate about. So yeah, I don't know what I want to be in it when I grow up and it's okay if you don't know what you want to be, but cheers to you if you do know what you want to be when you grow up, but that's me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Tigris. I'll be back next week, every Wednesday, wherever podcasts are streamed. Thank you so much to my team. We welcomed a new um, team member, by the way. Um, Casey is one of the new producers on Tigris. Um, She's my new assistant. She's a phenomenal person. She is a freshman at Cornell killing it, super passionate about survivor rights. Also worked with my former assistant, Maya Siegel, who was, uh, who's the founder of Space to Speak, who introduced me to Maichi and then Maichi introduced me to Casey. So I was like this little fam. Um, and I'm just super thankful for my team with Casey and Maichi and also with uh, DCP. So thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. And yeah, talk to me on social media. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.